Who went first last time? You would um, know, because I do not. It was... It was... It was you. Okay. It was you. Cool. Um, oh, I'm recording. All right, now. So, yeah. <laughs> Give me some warning. <laughs> I can't um, work under these circumstances. I'll cut that out. Thanks. <laughs> That's great. Thank it you. It will all be cut out. Mm. The um, entire thing. The entire thing. <laughs> and deleted yeah, from the existence. podcast will, from this point forward, just be um, just the theme song. Yeah, and that's it. And then the theme song again. <laughs> the ending theme, yeah. like the outro and intro. Um, yeah. We should, should we say hello to the people? Okay. Ready? <clears throat> Hi. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Hi. Hi. My name's Monique. I'm Lucy. And welcome to another edition of Mysterious, Mysterious Shit. Shit, the podcast where we talk about Mysterious, Mysterious Shit. Shit. Now, <laughs> it's been a while since we've um it's been so united. Long. Oh my god, it's been since like August. Which I know. Is ironic because that was only like four days ago. Yeah. But um, but it was like the sixth of August. Yeah, I've missed it. I've missed missed the mysteries of I've also our lives. The mysteries. Yeah. yeah. Our lives are mysterious. Um the things we're into are mysterious, and um, and I've missed, I've missed that. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, what? If, I'm just, I'm not even letting, I'm not even gonna stop you. <laughs> wow, that's a great start. So, um, have you encountered anything mysterious in the last few weeks that you? Well, I went to the fine food fair today. Oh, was there any um, mysterious foods? Oh, yes. <laughs> any mysterious bowel um, movements? <laughs> Yet to find out. <laughs> So much free <laughs> to food, be though. continued. <laughs> to be continued. To be updated Ooh. later. Um, but no, I, I won't update you on that. Um, mm. I had a I had an olive with a sun dried tomato inside it. That was really tasty. Ooh. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, what? yeah, it was a good day today. I had today off, and okay. it was like thirty degrees. Yeah, it was so nice. It was so it was mysteriously hot. hot. In fact, it was unseasonably mysteriously yeah. hot like my favorite kind of hot yeah and you're not expecting it well you are expecting it because you watch the news yeah but, but it's still, still eerie not expecting it yeah it's yeah. still eerie you know when you mm. watch that mercury rise yeah when you watch it rise yeah um, so i think i think i'm first yeah you are yeah okay okay so you're gonna love this this is like one of my favorite mysterious stories oh my god i can't I wait and I thought, um i was like hanging out to do it yeah um and now i'm and now, and now I'm you're doing, doing it. it yeah so so here we go okay um so it's a ghost ship story oh which is which is always Ooh. i know <laughs> so it is the disturbing tale of the ss Urang medan Oh, mm, it's a good one. You're gonna love it. It's it's got everything. Oh, it would. No, it sure. doesn't have incest. It's not Game of Thrones. Oh. but it's got a lot of things in it. It's got a dog. Okay. Um, it's got well, a say no more. Yeah, it's got a couple of ships. Mm-hmm. It's got a German dude. Mm, there's yeah. always German dudes in your stories. Yeah, and Russians, Russians and Germans. Um, there's no Russians in this one. Okay. Yeah. Deviating a little. Yeah. Um. So. In June of 1947, or according to alternate accounts, February of 48, multiple ships in the trade routes, or routes if you prefer, of the Straits of Malacca, which is located between uh, Sumatra and Malaysia, and is also just, I just like saying that, yeah. Malacca. 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 <laughs> um, I feel like it's a Greek It is, like, it's insult. a Greek insult. It means like idiot, doesn't yeah. it? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, to all the Greeks out there, <laughs> I hope you found that funny. Um, they These ships in this area picked up a series of SOS signals. So the message um, coming over the radio said, All officers, including Captain, are dead, lying in chart room and bridge, possibly whole crew dead. <gasps> So then there was a whole heap of Morse code, none of which made sense. And then the person on the radio said, I die. What? <clears throat> I know, it's very pouring. Are you sure he didn't say tie-dye? Like he was doing he some arts and crafts He could have been something? like 20 years ahead of the curve. Yeah. It's been like, tie-dye! <laughs> Where's Trendy. Jeff's an airplane when you need them? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the line went dead or the radio went I, can, I don't. I don't know how radios work. Anyway. The distress call was picked up by two American ships as well as British and Dutch listening posts and they all managed to triangulate the source of these broadcasts. They obviously paid attention um, in high school, which I didn't because I don't know how to... Triangulate? <laughs> Did we, triangulate. I don't think we learnt how to triangulate in high school. Did you do maths in high school? I no, was I mean like, <laughs> like at the end of high school. <laughs> I, was, I was told very kindly to not pursue any <laughs> mathematical course. That. They pulled me aside and said, you know what? This isn't for you and this that's fine. And I thought, are you sure it's fine? Because everyone else is doing maths. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> It's fine for you. <laughs> and so I said, okay, and I went on my merry way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I did it and, yeah. You didn't learn that? Triangulation? I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's so much stuff in maths that um, I learned that I have since never used. Yeah, I, you know, I like feel algebra. that way. I feel that way with most things in my life. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't really use any knowledge ever. Yeah. 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 Mm. Good. Yeah. So, these guys these guys did. They did, yeah. <laughs> and they were able to figure out that this distress call was coming from a Dutch freighter known as the SS Urang Medan, uh, which was in the Straits of Malacca. So, a conscripted American merchant ship called the Silver Star uh, was closest to the presumed location of this ship, and within hours it caught sight of the Urang Medan, and as they got closer, the crew noticed that there was no sign of life on the deck. They attempted to hail the Dutch ship. I don't know what that means. Maybe they Maybe like wave shouted at it. across yeah. the, the waters. Says, say Maybe hey. they said, ho, sail, ho. Or yeah. I don't know, things that they say. And Maybe they worshipped it. Isn't that what hailing can mean? Maybe they threw chunks <laughs> of ice at it. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, fucker. <laughs> wake up <laughs> how do you like this hell <laughs> yeah 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 i can see that happening. definitely definitely that makes sense um and after getting no response i wonder why Ooh. <laughs> from their like ice throwing <laughs> they were all dead <laughs> maybe that's the mystery um, they all died when they hailed them <laughs> they were covered in bruises <laughs> presumed to have been caused by throwing blocks of ice <laughs> <laughs> Onlookers are astonished. <laughs> the story writes itself. Um, so they got no response. They boarded the ship. <clears throat> so when they got on board the ship, they found all of the corpses of the Dutch crew, their faces frozen in terror. Ew. Uh, even the ship's dog was dead. <gasps> so that's the, no, the dog No, not the dog. <laughs> yeah. um, it made a very brief appearance. And it only really was its carcass that appeared. Ew, what do you mean? Sorry. Like in the story, the dog. Oh. Yeah. The promised dog. Oh, yeah. but still, it's sad when dogs die. It is sad. It makes me cry. Yeah. Like, I can I can watch, you know, Walking Dead or, you know, 
American Horror Story and be like, this is brilliant. And then I watch like Homeward Bound for five minutes <laughs> or fucking Milo and Otis. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh God. I'm sitting there watching like, like Bondi Vet and I'm like having a fucking like breakdown. It is legitimate breakdown. It is. Stuff. Yeah, that's really sad. Yeah. Um, yep. Okay, continue. Uh, so the captain's remains were on the bridge. The officers were dead in the wheelhouse and chart room. And the radio guy was still at his post. He was also dead. His fingertips resting on the telegraph. Oh, my God. All of the corpses, according to reports, bore the same terrified, wide-eyed expressions as the crew on deck. Ooh. Mm. Below deck, they found more corpses. uh, But even more weird was an extreme chill in the hold. Even though the temperature outside, if anyone's been to Indonesia, will know... It was boiling hot. Yeah, it ain't cold. No, Indonesia does not get cold. <clears throat> no. But they couldn't find any obvious cause of death. So, the captain of the Silver Star decided that they would uh, tether the two boats to each other and tow the Dutch one back to port. Uh, but as soon as they attached the tow line, they noticed ominous billows of smoke. Not just regular billows. But ominous ones. Ominous ones. Pouring up from the lower decks. Well, they didn't see that ship. They didn't see that before when they were like on the boat. No, they just they just started. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they barely got off the Dutch ship, made it back to the Silver Star, and cut the rope when the Oorang Medan exploded (gasps) and sank in (gasps) seconds. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Surely there was someone still there, like, like blowing it up. How could this be? How could this be? And I wrote here, so what the fuck happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I said, but a lot less eloquently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh this is this is twenty past nine o'clock in at nighttime, Lucy, not like not in my like, you know how when you have your power hour? Yeah. Which is I it think is not now. Me, it's like ten fifteen in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. This is not You're my over power the hill. Hour. Yeah. Yeah, over the hill and... Um, yeah, far away. And, yeah, more and more just curse words Yeah, um, will be proceeding. So, the first official account of this whole series of ridiculously fucked up events wasn't printed until May of 1952, which is, like, either five or four years later, in the form of the... Proceedings of the Merchant Marine Council, which was published by the U.S. Coast Guard. But the first problem with this whole story is actually trying to verify that the Uring Medan existed, <clears throat> despite this this account of it in this. Um, well, was it just one account, or there were other accounts? There was really only the one account, oh. but it was in a um, like really quite professional place, like the U.S. Coast Guard. Yeah. Um, you know, Merchant Marine Council. Wasn't just some, like, crazy, like, yeah. dingy Wasn't, like, combo. you know, news of the world. Yeah. Um, or, like, the Daily Mirror on a slow day. Yeah. Oh, guess what happened in, like, you know... Some random place with some Straits random thing. Yeah. Look what we came up with. Um, which is, to be fair, most of the news of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, please don't sue us. Oh, we are so sued. You can't even think about it. We, I mean, we've been like, we're going to be sued 10 times over. Just You're accept it. No one actually listens to this. I'm really hoping that we're going to get the fuck sued out of us, but yeah, it'll be funny at the same time. Yeah. Um, sorry. 
the Silver Star is definitely real, um, although by 1947 it had been reacquired by the Grace Line Shipping Company, who dubbed the vessel Santa Juana. Uh huh. I just wanted to practice. Sounds very sassy. It's better. I like that yeah. name. Santa Juana. 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 You gotta get that. Yeah. 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 Um, but there's no paper trail for the Urang Madame. Um, so some have suggested that if the Urang Madan existed, then it was from Sumatra, which was a Dutch colony at the time. So Urang is Indonesian for man, and Medan is the biggest city in Sumatra. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the name kind of roughly translates to man from Medan. Oh. Or Medan man. Medan man sounds way better. Medan Madame Man, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are no records there of the Urang Madame. So then this guy comes along, this author and historian, um, Roy Bainton, and he's researched this a lot because um, who wouldn't because it's fucking weird. Yeah. He found no mention of the ship in Lloyd's shipping registers. Lloyd's, I think I think Lloyd's being Lloyd's of London who were like the a bigger insurer who've been around since like, the 1200s or something. Oh, so they'd have records of like, this shit. insured all the Dutch East India Company right. boats. Okay. Or something like that. Anyway. Some shit. Some shit. Anyway, they've been around forever. They're like, you know, they know shit. If anyone knows shit, they know shit. <laughs> yeah. They, the shit that's out there to know. They know it. They know. So it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> um, that shit ain't known. That shit ain't known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the technical phrase. Yeah. Uh, or the Dictionary of Disasters at Sea, 1824 to 1962. So it's not in that either. Um, Damn. Yeah. I've got to assume that's a huge fucking book. Yeah. Uh, the ship is also not listed at the United Kingdom Admiralty, the Registrar of Shipping and Seamen. <laughs> Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> Keep talking. And the National Maritime Museum in Greenwich. It's also not listed in any Dutch records in Amsterdam or at the Maritime Authority in Singapore. So literally one person has given an account of its existence. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, at this US Coast Guard Okay. Thing. Okay. Yeah. So, just as this researcher guy is kind of about to call it quits, he heard from Theodor Siestorfer from Germany, who'd also been looking into this mystery, and this German guy has a 32-page German booklet written in 1954 by Otto Mielke, 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 mm. um, called Das Totenschiffen der Sudsee. Oh, that's my favourite. It's, it's also my yeah. favourite. Um, co- or alternatively, uh, Death Ship in the South Sea. Mm. <clears throat> so, Mielke seemed to know a lot about the Urang Medan's route, cargo, tonnage, and engine power, and even the captain's name. So, this German pamphlet was also the source of the June 1947 date of its sinking. So there's like the two dates. So I think one of the dates is from this pamphlet, and the other date is from that US Coast Guard. Okay, thing. got it. Yeah. Um, and it also suggested that the Urang Medan had been hauling a pair of exceedingly lethal and highly illegal substances, potassium cyanide... And nitroglycerin. But why? And where and what? Mm. And wh- and who? <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> and every other question. <laughs> so, <clears throat> these two chemicals in the cargo hold of a rusty old freighter in rough seas was a recipe for disaster. Um... And might explain how the crew could have been poisoned. 
I've got the black one again. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe you've been Every poisoned. Time. <coughs> Every time we do this. Um, might explain how the crew could have been poisoned and how the explosion happened. It was also suggested that the Uring Medan may have been smuggling nerve gas made by Japanese scientists during World War II <gasps> in a clandestine group called Unit 731. Wow. Is that how you make it with those chemicals? I, nerve gas, whatever it is, that thing? Probably. Mm. Yep. What does nerve gas do? Um, I, it kills you. Oh. Why don't they just call it death gas? I feel yeah. like nerve gas just makes me think, oh, it's going to be annoying. You know, it's going to get make, on my nerves. Get on my nerve. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, it's not really ominous enough for me. So we gas. Maybe if like maybe if German said it. Does this the nerve gas? Oh yeah. It's, it's, now? Yeah, now yeah, no, no. Now, now I get it. Yeah. You want to try the nerve gas. That sounds like like Dracula's <laughs> fucking saying it now. <laughs> that would be fucking scary. <laughs> Dracula with nerve gas. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> Excellent. So this group of scientists, uh, not unlike the fucking scientists in Stranger Things. Uh, were founded by a guy called Shiro Ishii. Because Japanese always sounds better when you say it. In that yeah, voice. yeah. Yeah. Right? It has to. Um, did you know I took Japanese classes once? I did actually know that. Yeah. yeah. At a job. And the Japanese chick, I swear to God, said to me, if uh, you don't know how to say something in uh, Japanese with a Japanese word, uh, you can just say it in a Japanese accent, and most Japanese people will understand. Really, like yeah. English. She like legitimately like say said something it. in English, but in like, the accent. So, handabagu. Oh, so just like, yeah. like, just, <laughs> like just, just don't put two yeah. consonants together in your yeah, mind. and just kind of have weird gaps between yeah. things. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, that is very wonderful. Mm. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You're um, at least bilingual, yeah. if not trilingual these days. Yeah, yeah. you know, hola. Hola! <laughs> Bongiorno! <laughs> My favourite thing to say in the time. Uh, so, uh, the unit was developed, uh, designed to be a clandestine research and development department whose sole agenda was to create the most deadly forms of chemical and biological weapons known to man, and thus ensure the victory of the, of the Japanese over any potential enemy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, they also uh, decided to test these weapons on people... Prisoners of war. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> and me. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So they were really they were they were a bad sort, you could say. Yeah. Well, I guess they kind of did test them on the people of the ship, and they, they all them and they all people. died. So yeah, I feel like yeah. that kind of success. mission was success. Yeah. yeah. HMAS success. Mm-mm. <laughs> Always makes me laugh when I see that fucking navy ship HMAS success. Always. <laughs> I always want to say, why don't you just rename your boat HMAS? Yeah, I had sex last night. Did you? Like, <laughs> it just, just annoys me a little bit. Um, regardless, yeah, <laughs> everyone says it. Uh, General Douglas MacArthur from the US. I think he's quite an important person, but I have no sounds ideas. it. Um, apparently, covertly granted immunity to Ishii and his staff in exchange for providing the US with their biological warfare research. Even despite the unspeakable acts they had committed. So, as to why these hazardous materials were then packed onto the Urang Medan when they could have just flown it directly to a secretive laboratory, 
The theory is that the US government or another world power decided to use a slow and inconspicuous vessel like the Dutch freighter to transport the nerve gas. So it didn't, like, raise any red flags, really. Mm. If it was on a plane and the plane crashed and the stuff went everywhere, it could be tied to them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then seawater could have gotten into the hold, reacted with the cargo, released poisonous gases, killed the crew, and then the salt water could have reacted with the nitroglycerin, causing the explosion. And then mm. everyone would have wiped the record so no one knew the freighter even existed. Um. But that's just the theory. Um. Everything. And I, that, that's the Silver Star. Oh yeah. Um, renamed the Santa Juanta. And then um, this is the Japanese dude. Oh yeah. He kind of looks friendly, but you know he just wants to fucking kill you. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell by the like thing. What the epaulette? Is that what it's called on on the shoulder? Yeah, I'll go with epaulette. It's very ominous. It's a little ominous. I think because it's going the wrong way. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Maybe it like spins around like some kind of propeller. Maybe, it does. Maybe he can fly with it. Yeah, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, Go-go, we uh, might uh, share that on our socials. Yeah, we will. See um, what people think of the mm. epaulette. Epaulette chopper. Epaulette. Yeah. Yeah, helicopter. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll patent that shit. Yeah. Patent pending. Yeah. So yeah, Oorang Madan. That's really um weird. It's weird. And I feel like there's just, <clears throat> there's we'll never find out. No. It's like a secret like that look if it, it's a military. Oh, the kitties. <laughs> so cute. Hello. Hey, Frankie. What you doing? You just sitting there looking cute. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Cute. He's fucking terrifying. Look at him sitting in the... He's like sitting in the darkest place of the room, staring at us. He's looking at us loving Preparing it. to leap into our faces and rip out oh, our eyes. way too scared of you to do that. Good. That's why he's Let's keep it that there. way. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised he didn't like come and um, hide under the bed. Oh, he's so still... Cute. He's scary. He's cute. No, he's scary. He's more scared of you than you are of him. Yeah, that's what they say <laughs> really? until they fucking bite you, until <laughs> they rip your face off and eat it for dinner. All right, is it my turn now? It's your turn. All right. So my story also involves dogs, surprisingly. I love dogs. It also involves mink urine, and it also involves Celtic folklore. I like minks. Minks are cute. Yeah. Um... The urine, I'm not sure. I'm on the fence. I have not experienced it's, it. It's it's not as cute, but um, I feel like it would smell. It does. It's rather pungent, but we'll 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 uh, find out about that presently. Yes. So, <clears throat> Overturn Bridge is a century-old overpass nestled in the leafy Scottish town of Dumbarton. With its old-world charm and spectacular views of the valley underpass, the bridge is undeniably a thing of beauty. However, a series of tragic events that haunt Overton Bridge... So do I. ...that haunt the bridge have led many to rename it as... The Bridge of Death. Oh, my God, yes. I I, I really like where this is going. So do I. Yeah. Because I know where it's going. Because I wrote this. Because you wrote it. Yeah. (laughs) Because I know what's going on. Since the 1950s, over 50 dogs have mysteriously jumped to their deaths oh. from the bridge, which stands nearly 15 meters over a stream of uh, over a stream and jagged rocks. So uh, the bridge has also been a site of human murders and attempted suicide over the years. So a uh, chilling example of a bizarre death that took place. Uh, on the bridge. I love both chilling examples and, and bizarre deaths. Bizarre deaths, so I know. These together is like the golden waiting ratio. On ten hooks. <laughs> in 
nine okay, so in 1994, a man named Kevin Moy killed his baby son by throwing him off the bridge because oh. he believed the child was a devil. I feel like maybe just like half an hour in the naughty corner could have yeah, surprised. No, <laughs> not for Kevin. Not for Kevin. No. <laughs> Kevin then tried to kill himself by jumping off the bridge, but he was dragged away by his wife. Maybe who, his wife should have dragged away the child. <laughs> I know, first. like well, get, get your act together. <laughs> then he tried to slash his wrist. Terrible. Oh my god, we're laughing about a dead baby child. <laughs> We've done worse. <laughs> we have. He then tried to slash his wrists, but he was restrained. So he was eventually um, jailed, and a court found him not guilty of the murder and attempted suicide by reason of insanity. Okay. Um, so that said, there are a series of eerie coincidences that make this bridge even more terrifying and spooky. So the first one is that every dog and person that jumped from the bridge jumped from the same place on the right side of the bridge between the final two segments. Oh, that is freaky. Yeah. All the incidents took place on a clear and sunny day, which is pretty rare for that side of, I think, the west of Scotland. And all the dogs... <laughs> It's just rare. In general. <laughs> it's fucking. It's just fucking rare <laughs> to have like in a Scotland. clear sunny day. Yeah, all the dogs <laughs> that jumped. Yeah, all <clears throat> the dogs that jumped were breeds of uh, dogs with long snouts, like border collies, stuff oh, like that. Okay. So um, here are some theories. There weren't like pugs or something. No, no pugs. No pugs. Not a pug inside. I don't want no pugs. <laughs> Bargains tap it down can't get no death from me. Now, Excellent. some theories for you to ponder. I love theories. So according to believers of Celtic myth, Overton Bridge is a place where the spirit world and human world collide, making spiritual possession possible. A psychic named Mandy Armour even took her own Labrador across the bridge and reported that the dog was veering towards the right during the walk. Hmm. Like all the other dogs. Yeah. They all went to the right and then died and then died so some believe um that the dogs were drawn to kill themselves because they could hear a sound that only canines can hear the sound might be related to sounds emitted by the bridge or wind uh, flowing through the structure and some have speculated that the sounds coming from the nearby telephone pylons or even the local nuclear base at fast lane may be the source of the sound well that's like electromagnetic um, frequencies when they're at a certain, um, when you've got like lots of <clears throat> bad wires in your house and you're getting a lot of like electromagnetic spill or I don't know, something, whatever that, instead yeah. of it going through the wires, it's like seeping out into the air. Yeah. It can make you feel really uneasy, really uneasy yeah. unsettled, like you're being watched and you can even, it can even get as bad that you start hallucinating. Yeah. And they reckon that there are a lot of hauntings that can be explained by that electro fucking wiring. wiring. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well only like this was, yeah, it could be a thing. Although people only walked past it. They weren't hanging around for, you know, hours yeah, and hours. Yeah, chilling out. And um, I think that sort of stuff does take a while to yeah. affect. I think um, so canine psychologist Dr. David Sands claimed that... Oh, I want that job. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you feel You today? need that Roof. in your life. <laughs> and how does that make you feel? Roof. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking get an exorcist for your cat first. <laughs> and have you spoken to your mother-in-law about that? Roof. <laughs> Excellent. We're making progress. That was five thousand dollars, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so this canine psychologist has uh, claimed that the strong smells from male mink urine 
below the bridge might have lured the dogs to their deaths because it's quite it can attract them and they get excited oh. by this pungent smell. And a recent They're excited by pee. Yes. Mm. A recent study showed that 70% of dogs tested among the breeds known to jump from the bridge reacted strongly to the odor of minks. Huh. I mean, how do you get to that conclusion? Like, how do you... Uh, a lot of spare time, I would yeah. say. Um, like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. You know, you could be eating cheese in that time. Yeah. But instead you're, you You can know, do both. Going through different urine. You can eat cheese and go through urine. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time don't do it's that it's called multitasking <laughs> excellent um so anyway, so this this odor mink odor scenario fits with the fact um that the dog deaths took place on dry days as this kind of weather would be more conducive to uh certain pungent odors mm. remaining in the air whereas if it's uh, like raining it might have washed away diluted. the urine yeah um, however, the theory was disputed by a local hunter named John Joyce, who has lived in the area for 50 years and said in, in 2014, quote, there is no mink around here. I can tell you that with absolute certainty. Well, fuck. Well, well shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you okay, go. <laughs> um, so uh, if you're listening, um, John Joyce, give us a call and yeah. explain yourself. Um, yeah, what is in the area that pees uh, pungently? Yeah. Is it pee? Is it pee? Is it not Is it pee? a demonic possession? I is don't it, know. Yeah, demon dogs. I feel like he would know. Um, local behaviorist. Don't know what that is. I assume it's like an animal behaviorist or like an animal psychologist. I don't really know. That's okay. what he's called. Stan Rawlinson said in uh, 2006 that the dogs are, because dogs are colorblind, it may have caused them to accidentally run off the bridge because it messes with their perceptions, maybe. Okay. That's not really... I don't know. I feel like... Look, I dated a guy that was colorblind for a while. And <laughs> Did he run off a bridge? No, he didn't. That's a shame for you. Um, the only colour he couldn't see was my favourite colour in oh. green. <laughs> How shit would that be, though? So, I, And I was like, so when you look at, like, grass and that, what do you see? And he's, and he's like, like, grey. Avoid. It, it's just void all, of nothingness. It's just all gray, and so I'm like, so when you go to a park, he's just I'm just surrounded by gray. Gray, how fucking Can depressing. You imagine. No, I guess I guess you don't miss what you've never had. Yeah, but still. But still, surely you'd know that your life is terrible. Surely you'd know that your life is shit. Yeah. He also worked at a cemetery, so that probably contributed uh, to that. Fact. He was a grave digger. Grave. Grave digger. digger. <laughs> Wow, yeah. that sounds like a real catch. Colorblind great You're doing well. You know you're doing well when you're, uh, when you're dating grave diggers. <laughs> Meet lots of uh, interesting people. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, mm. yeah. So whatever the reason is behind this mysterious um, phenomenon, the site has now got a um, a sign on it that warns visitors to keep their dogs on a leash. Mm, that's probably a smart idea. Like, just in case. <laughs> Even though no one knows what the fuck is happening. That's hilarious. Yeah. But, like, tragic, but also but, like, kind of funny. But, like, hilariously tragic. Yeah. So, I have pictures here of the bridge. You can see it's oh, fucking terrifying looks looking. so terrifying. Like oh, my it's, God. Like, it looks haunted. It does. That would be my first theory, is that it's just simply haunted, mm. given how just looks so weird it creepy. is. Here's a picture of the overpass. And, like, 
I was reading a it's few. It's so low. Yeah. Well, it's not that low for like if you're a oh, dog. For dogs. Yeah, that's, that's the true. thing. And the th- I was reading a few, um, like a bit of discussion about this online, and some people were saying that well. Like the dogs wouldn't have even known that they were on a bridge because there's no kind of like when they're walking mm. towards the bit where they jump off, there's no other like kind of yeah, it just looks like they're on like yeah, was that a cat under the bed. Did you just feel that thud, Frank? Was that you? <laughs> oh, Jesus, this is what I deal with. You know, he woke me up at like 4 a.m. this morning on my day off, 4 a.m. It was still dark outside, and all he did was just like. Like headbutt me and be like, <laughs> "I love you, bump. I love you, love bump. me back love me now." I was like, "Oh my god, Frank, I, you the like best little cat ever." But can you just go away? It's for him. Um, no, I get, I get what you mean though. Yeah, um, you wouldn't know. Although I guess bridge, I it's guess not, like see through because it's stone. Yeah, but there were other like there were gaps in you know in mm. like in the bridge. Otherwise, it, the theory of them all jumping off at the same place would be m- moot because there's only like one gap. But there are many gaps. So, but I feel like, like gaps in the stone. Yeah, like in between each section, you can see there are like little. Um, oh, it's like sections. Crenellated. I don't know what that is, but yes, that's that's <laughs> that thing where it's like high for a bit, and yeah. then it goes down, and then it's low for a bit, and then it goes back up. Yeah. Like on um like turrets. Yeah. Crenellated. Yeah. But I guess that 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 kind of uh, goes to the fact of um, like a premeditated death. Like they probably wouldn't know that they're on the bridge, mm. really, to then say, "Oh, I'm going to go kill myself." Can dogs premeditate? Well, I don't know. That's another that's another issue. Mm. Can dogs have depression and kill themselves? I know that dogs can have depression. Can they can they commit suicide? I mean, that's such a philosophical. I know. Question. Oh my god. We have to save that for a new podcast called uh, Philosophical Shit. Philosophical Shit. Yeah. Can dogs actively decide to and kill themselves. then follow through with suicide? Yeah. Because a lot of these a lot of these reports about this weird bridge have said, oh, the dogs jumped their death. Um, you know, I've actually, I've read a bit about it and I've, I've also um, read that there was a couple dogs who, when they f- jumped off the first time, they didn't die, but they broke a leg. And they climbed back up to the bridge and jumped off again. What, this, this bridge? That bridge to, like, kill Oh, themselves. you fucking know about this bridge. I did, but I didn't want to say anything. Because oh. I wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> Great. But I still love it. Great. It's so mysterious. Yeah. Well, it is mysterious. Um, not all of them died. I'm so upset. Yeah, I'm so angry. Why didn't you just tell me? It doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah. Anyway... I would love to know um, if any of our oh, um, many no listeners. Sign. Yeah. Oh my god. He's a sign. dog on a leash. Seriously. It just says dangerous, doesn't say Fuck. why. Yeah, exactly, because they don't fucking know why. But I'd be interested to know if anybody, uh, any of our um, loyal listeners, has ever walked across this bridge and Survived. did they feel, yeah, and did they feel um, demonically uh, possessed? Inclined. Yeah. Did they feel possessed Inclined or? Inclined to decline at a, <laughs> at a rapid rate. <laughs> To their impending death. Uh, yeah, tell us. <laughs> We'd love to know. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I say stupid things. Uh, <laughs> Talking with my mouth. You really do. Why? I don't why know do why. I even... Why do I allow it? Um, so, yeah, that's it. 
Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. So, uh, also, I this... didn't know the thing about the guy and the baby though. Yeah. I only knew about the dogs. Yeah. The guy and That's the baby. That's the thing. It's not just dogs. It's people. Mm. Maybe it's weak-minded people. Yeah. Because would you say that dogs have a weaker mind than a than a person? I don't know. I don't know. And why that bridge and why always the same place on the bridge? Maybe it looks particularly like deathly below. So mm. suicidal people think, oh, that's a great place oh, to meet my end. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that looks like a nice little jagged piece of stone that'll cut mm. my face open. But then surely, you know, if um, like but that whole haunting thing, that always gets me about like, say, the gap. Oh, um, in Sydney? Yeah. For those not in Sydney, the gap is uh, where you go to get for all cool your fashion. suicidal needs. Oh. <laughs> it's um, it's not really a gap. It's just a cliff. Yeah. I, I think Never people would jumps. probably believe that you're talking about the gap, the clothing store. We're actually oh. talking about a precipice, not a, a Yeah, store. we're talking about a precipice where people die. Yeah. Um, also, by jumping into yeah, it. By jumping off it. In, off into it. Into it? Into off it. Off it. Off it's it a ravine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. It's like a ravine without another side. Yeah. Because it's harbour facing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, you know, you'd think that if you walk along there from all the suicides that have happened there over the, like, hundreds of years that people have been jumping off that gap, that, you know, you'd feel like some sort of if it was haunt that that of all places would be fucking haunted. Yeah. Um, and, um, is yeah. it? Is it haunted? I don't know. Oh. Apparently some guy is, like, a caretaker of that because it's in a national park and he... Um, lives in this house that's quite close to there and he often sees he like knows what suicidal people look like as they're walking oh. towards the gap and does he have the job of like running up to them and, and just, trying to convince he just them takes care of the park but he um he's seen so many people and knows what they look like now that he's gone out to like chat to them and and he doesn't say are you here to kill yourself yeah but like <laughs> good day you know. for it <laughs> <laughs> Might I suggest this clip? (laughs) Might I suggest this clip? It's worked for countless others. (laughs) Seen it with my own eyes. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, They don't leave reviews though. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're dead and they can't. Um, But he just like goes up to them and he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? So what do you do for work? Oh, you do that? Oh, that's cool. You got any kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah, kids are cool. And he just like, he starts talking to them about shit and then they just like, um, they just, he kind of is like, oh, hey, you want to have a cup of tea? And then they just um, decide not to. This guy don't. deserves a pay rise. Yeah. He's apparently, I don't know what his name is. I don't, I don't know where this house is that he lives in. Yeah. Um, but I just remember reading an article about it and he's apparently, he can like pick him and a whole heap of them come back and see him and say, Hey, thanks. Thank you. Oh. Like I had like debilitating depression and was hundred percent gonna kill myself that day and you made me not wow. do it and he's like talked like hundreds of people out of it my god why don't they like <clears throat> put him in the fucking special forces and like get him to go around the world and hostage, and negotiation. hostage negotiation yeah. yeah it sounds a bit like um the suicide forest in um japan oh, below mount fuji that. where yeah. that have you seen that documentary where the guy goes into the forest and like his Haven't job seen the documentary. oh my god there's a documentary, <laughs> there's a documentary. <clears throat> so this guy goes into the forest and his job is a to like find people and convince them not to kill themselves Shit. because like it has a ridiculously high suicide rate and also like to just see like find the bodies as find well the bodies. And yeah, and like 
like these, like oh the people God. that go in there apparently sometimes tie like a, a ribbon to like one of the trees just in case they want to change their mind. And then the ribbon goes through the whole, like oh, they're, they're like, like, you know, Hansel and Gretel yeah. style. Yeah, and so, like, if you go into the forest, sometimes you can see, like, multiple oh, ribbons. Shit. Yeah, like, going <laughs> to all the different places. And and then if you follow them, you find... Yeah, you like either find a body or you don't, and you're like, okay, well, Jesus. great. What's happening? I've seen photos of it. I didn't know the thing about the ribbons. It's fucked. That is so fucked. So fucked. I've seen the photos of it, and you're just like... Oh, yeah, you're God. like, holy shit. Yeah. And, and it's so nuts. pretty, you know? <clears throat> mm. Such a nice place. And they all nice do it, like, in the forest so that no one knows. Yeah. It's a safe face. And apparently there are just, like, so many abandoned cars outside of the forest oh, for people that, like, drive yeah. there. Jesus. Yeah. And, like, you don't know how long to let them sit there for because it's it's likely that they're not going to come back, but you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And then if they come back and their car's not there, then, then they're like, they're like, oh, my God does want me to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> Shit! Now I can't get home. <laughs> He's like, nah, nah, your numbers up. Yeah, like it's that's it's, it. It's today, yeah. It's now I never, and by now I never. I mean now, <laughs> <laughs> and by never I mean I'm gonna die, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, so I yeah. guess that's a nice little morbid way to um, round off. Um, yeah, another week of mysterious shit. But I guess what we haven't done is remind. Um, uh, our listeners all. I was always about to say our viewers. Our viewers. <laughs> Thank God. You don't want to see us. We don't got faces for no, uh, for is, viewing. Oh, we got the faces for it, but just not right now. No. No. Not particular. Not, no. Yeah. Not when we actually do this. No. Thing. Like in my bedroom. No. Um, Red eyed, twitching from the twitching. day. <laughs> twitching <laughs> in the darkness. <laughs> twitching. But we need to remind people of our social media. Yes. What is yes, it? Yes, we do. It is on um, Instagram and Facebook. It is Mysterious Shit Podcast and Twitter. <laughs> the fucking Twitter account. It's still Mysterious underscore SH underscore T. Great. I think that's it. <laughs> that's just great. So that, that's that's where we are on Twitter. And yeah, we have an email things. address as well in yep. case you want to send us any mysterious it's shit. Mysterious Shit Podcast at gmail.com. Mm and until next time stay mysterious atlanta